Kate. Mike. Where do you think we're going tonight? Could it possibly be? Go on. Back to the future? That's exactly where we're going. I'm amazed <laughs> you knew it. I'm amazed you knew it. Because it's almost like we pre-planned it. Back to the future, number one, original Back to the Future. And it's fucking just started. That was pressing play. We're in the Universal logo. Shit. Universal logo's on screen. We have to explain the rules as we go along. This is weird. It started okay, by itself. Okay. We didn't press play. Universal logo on we screen. We are sweet FA brackets films Universal and logo alcohol. Done. We watch films, play drinking games. We hope that you play along with us. Mike, yes. what are the rules? Uh, the rules are genuine laughter. If you laugh, you drink. Anytime a character on screen has a sip of anything, you do a sip. The word Marty. Back. Title screen's to off. To the future. On screen. Off screen. Uh, we're drinking every time his mum tries to bang him. We're in him. the film. We're in the film. Every time his mum tries to bang him. Common. Too common for a mum trying to bang Too him. Too common. To be honest. But she doesn't know. To be fair to her. Uh, every time Biff is a dick. Big old diff. <laughs> Big old dick. Biff. Okay. Big old Biff dick. I Same wondered what, uh, where you went wrong there. Product placement. We get some cheeky product placements. And we get shot for time travel. Actual time travel. Uh, every time he goes in the DeLorean. Um, and also, we're in, we're in the clock sequence, so... We've really been cut into uh, our starting conversation of this film, but I fucking love this film. <laughs> I love this film so much. It is, without doubt, one of my top five favourite films ever. That's such a bold statement. I love it. 100%. The I might as well be watching this for the first time because I've seen, seen it, it once. once. My memory's poor. Um, it's a common theme to dis- of discussion on the podcast that my memory is bad. I would also like to just throw out there that the 80s is the best uh, period of films ever. The best decade for films ever. Nothing comes close. What else is springing to mind? Is it Karate Kid? Yep, Karate Kid. Goonies. Robocop. Everything. Robocop? Robocop. Well, that's Dead what we're doing alive. next. You're coming with me. Robocop. Yep, never seen that. You only like Goonies, So Plutonium's been stolen. Why do I like Goonies? Go on. Go on, say it. I I enjoy it being said. There's a character with Mike's name. Mikey Walsh, is he called? Yeah, that's exactly what he's called, yeah. Yeah. And he's the hero of the story. Lovely. So Mike takes great pride in that. Oh, he burnt his toast, Mike. Well, did you notice that some Plutonium has been stolen? I did notice that, I haven't seen anything other than a lot of clocks. Look at this, though. Very impressive. This gives me um, Wallace... And Gromit, Curse of the Weir Rabbit vibes. Exactly, but this was so. This was well before, wasn't this? It this was. Inspired it was. The weir, Really, the I should be rabbit. saying Weir Rabbit. It gives me this vibe. <laughs> you should. Yeah. So apologies, all. Look at this. Look at the look at the skill of it. Gotta say, the dog food does not look of the highest quality. Why is Einstein? Well, I was gonna say but why is Einstein not eating it? But you can't blame him really. As a machine of of opening dog food standard, quite, pretty, damn pretty good. impressive. Um. Would oh I love them shoes. I've owned those shoes. I own two pairs of those shoes is how much I love them because they re released them. They and are Mike the is absolutely ever decked both pairs of them to the point where they both actually live upstairs in storage and Mike will not let me donate because them. They are the coolest shoes. Flash look, look, the plutonium, the plutonium. I saw it. I saw it. Would you like to dive in with some early trivia? I would love to dive into that trivia. Because uh Marty McFly. Michael J. Fox, the character. We're going to see him in a minute. We're about to see him. Give us one minute. He's just he's he's cranking up his amp. I'm enjoying these um, putting it shots. Into overdrive. We're going to wait until we see Michael J. Fox to give you the the full story. Because it will be better if we see his face. We know who he is. Because I fucking love Michael J. Fox, and he has such an interesting um, 
star it for this film and his whole career as a whole. I'm very excited to see him. Oh, look at well, the cute little guitar. Michael J. Fox. There he is. Yeah, Michael J. Fox. You know who Michael J. Fox is, don't you? Yeah, this guy. Yeah, but like looking at him, you'd recognise him. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen his face yet. Mm-hmm. Wait till we see his face. I don't think you'd recognise You would. He's in Scrubs. It's a funny joke straight away. <laughs> Genuine laughter. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, shit, I do. Right, okay. I'm going to try and find... So, he was not the first choice. Oh, no. For the role, Michael J. Fox. But I'm going to have to find who was, because I said trivia, before I actually had it planned out. Who is he in Scrubs? I don't recognise him. He uh, is a... Well, so, the thing about Michael, Michael J. Fox, shortly after this film, or maybe not shortly, but kind of in the 90s, early 2000s, he was diagnosed with, I think he has Parkinson's disease. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so he hasn't acted much since. So he was in Scrubs, and he's been in several other things since. And he recently released a documentary on Apple TV called Still, a Michael J. Fox movie, um, which kind of went into you know his career and his... Yeah, it is Parkinson's he has. Um, Golly gosh. So he hasn't... Act- I bet that's an interesting so, documentary. Yeah, exactly. Would like yeah, to, I, I love really the documentary. Watched, to be honest. Um... Well, he was not the first real role for this, and he actually wasn't cast. Someone else was cast in his place first, uh, and I will find it, but it may take me a little while, so... Yeah, he find out what, what happened, how, how it became to be him. Here we go. Michael J. Fox had always been the first choice for Marty, but he was unavailable due to scheduling conflicts with his work on Family Ties. As Family, Ti- Family Ties co-star Meredith Baxter was pregnant at the time, Fox was carrying a lot more of the show than usual. The show's producer, Gary David Goldberg, simply couldn't afford to let Fox go. Zemeckis and Gale, the director and producer, then cast Eric Stoltz as Marty based on his performance in Mask. After six weeks of filming, Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale felt that Stoltz wasn't right for the part and Stoltz agreed. By this stage, Baxter was back fully on the show and Goldberg agreed to let Fox go off to make the film. Fox worked out a schedule to fulfill his commitment to both projects. Every day during production, he drove straight to the movie set after taping of the show was finished every day and averaged about five hours of sleep. The bulk of production of this film was filmed from 6pm to 6am with the daylight scenes filmed on weekends. Huh, no way. Reshooting Stoltz's scenes added three million to the budget. Stoltz would later play the, char- the title character in The Fly 2 where his character's first name was Martin. So he went from Martin McFly to Martin the Fly. Huh. Oh. Well, no, but yeah, I mean, all right. Before you before you start, we've missed a very obvious bit of product placement in his shoes. Yeah, oh, so that's of course, yeah, yeah. I mean, I bought them, so it's it's effective product placement as mm. well. Let's be honest. It's a cool outfit. There. I love double denim. Really cool. I mean, I I love Michael J. Fox. I think he's so good. He's perfect in this. This is this is one of the most perfect examples of casting I've ever seen. Mm. Like, I think this is one of those examples where you write a script and you're like, oh yeah, is it is it like a cool guy? travels back in time and all that and then you cast someone like michael j fox and you're like oh shit i see it he's better than what i wrote like yeah, yeah. Oh. like i wrote something but he has made it better and yeah and no offense to the guy who was cast is his name Corey stoll casey stoll something stoll I'm sure he would have been great uh, yeah well, I, I, well to, to do six weeks or something and to be to have a mutual agreement of this isn't right for any of us is a big it is deal crazy, yeah. um but again just like always go for your first choice like Mm. We really want Michael J. Fox, but he's not available for six weeks. Let's wait. Let's wait for six it's weeks. It's not that long. Like, yeah. in the grand scheme of things. But it's not. It's not like 
he's the only person on set. There's a fucking lot of people that have to line up those six weeks. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I, true, I, I, yeah. I get it. But. I do like his double denim. I mean, look at how cool he is straight away. I like the pinheads. Um, should I drink for Yamaha? It's the drum set brand. Why not? Oh, yeah. Should we drink for classic songs as well? Because The Power of Love is a classic song. Mm. Classic songs, go. I can't believe you hadn't seen this before I showed it to you. I know. This is, this is one of those films I just assume everyone in the world has seen. Uh, we're doing this, by the way, just like not to correlate with anything. It's just we've never done a classic 80s film on the podcast. And uh, Whoa, whoa. Pause, Mike. Go on. We did. Go on. But we lost the recording. Which one? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. We did. We did. You're right. Yeah, we did. If you want to see that or... Hear well, it. Let us know. Apologies. Yeah, if you want to hear it. But if you want to hear us redo it because we've lost the original version, let's know. Yeah, we'll it was do it fun. Again. It Fuck was it, fun. we're going to do it again whether you want it or not. <laughs> we'll do it right after this. <laughs> Double Bill. Double 80s Bill. Love That's the so 80s fashion. I do love this. So cool. Look how cool she's dressed as well. To be fair, it's all coming back in fashion, isn't it now? Uh, I think she's called Jennifer and she is recast in number two and three. Uh, number two, sorry. Maybe not three. I don't know if she's in three. But in number two, she is recast with um, the love interest from Karate Kid. She's called Elizabeth Shue. Shue. It's her name in real life. S-H-O-E. S-H-U-E, I think. It's definitely Elizabeth. Might be wrong about Shue. She's also in Piranha. Is she? Oh! Elizabeth. She's Jennifer. It is Elizabeth Shue, I was right. Yeah, isn't it? It's spelled S-H-U-E. Yeah, well it done. is her. Very well done. So, yeah, and it is Jennifer, and she is recast, yeah. Do you remember, look at that in the background, by the way. There's, like, a big building with a clock tower that, that has been destroyed. Something mm. to... Do you remember any of this film out of interest? Huh? Do you remember any of this film out of interest? <laughs> Not at all. I do briefly you remember his mum wanting to shag him, but I thought that was number two, so... Well, I, mean, I think she might want to shag him in two as well, but... Um, <laughs> what I like with this film is every single thing is important. It's like one of those perfect scripts where, like, mm. no moment is wasted, um, which is obviously what yeah, every script aims for, but I just don't think... I think it's so rare to get one that nails it. Hmm... Yeah. Personally, I do prefer number two to this, just because I like going into the future, which this one doesn't do. But this one is probably the better film. But again, it's one of those where um, three for me is like a six out of ten. Three is three is not great, but one and two are like eight or nines out of ten. Really good. He's so in Ghostbusters, there. another great eighties film. Oh yeah, yeah. So many good eighties films. There is a lot of good eighties films. Like, there wasn't a bad film made in the eighties, is what I would say. Look, look, he's just skating on the back of a police car because he's a cool dude. That's pretty cool. Look at him just straight away. Look how good he is skateboarding. I was going to say that actually in one of the opening scenes that he's yeah really good at it. I bet Skateboard I reckon Casey Stoll or whatever he was called kept falling off the skateboard and that was how they sacked him. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, you said you could skateboard. <laughs> I can't, I'm just not used to this board. <laughs> <gasps> mm-hmm. 
see? You gasping like they did in the cinema back in 1985. <laughs> oh, Biff, it's Biff. He's being a dick straight away. So, who is Biff? Well, that's exactly what people were saying in the cinema in 1985. Who is this arsehole of a man? All they knew was he was being a dick. So that's one sip straight away for the dickiness. Yeah, okay. But you will find out who Biff is. Oh. We're going to treat this like it's the first time you've ever seen it, because it more or less is, because of your terrible memory. Um, so here's what I'd like to say. Wait there, boom. He's yes, got well, these these are all much younger than this, um, because they all play younger characters when he goes back to the past. Oh, so they've aged them up here. They've aged them up here, yeah. Right. So... Um, his mum, for example, is, um, do you remember, oh, what's that film called where she pretends she's in the bombs in France? Not okay. She's also in Zombieland oh, Double Tap yeah, yeah. and, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Set Up. You know, that, that Zoe Dutch. she's called, yeah, Zoe yes. Dutch or Deutsch, or whatever you say it. Deutsch. She is Dutch. the daughter of the mum from Back to the Future. Oh, cool. Uh, the dad is Crispin Glover, who didn't return for two and three, which is some drama we'll get into when we do hit on trivia later. Big drama. Ooh. Big drama. <gasps> a green fridge. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so like you said, Biff is obviously wearing a wig because they're younger than they are. I think they're probably 20-something playing 40-somethings. Uh, maybe 30-somethings okay. at the time. I call them uh, a we'll, butthead. We'll put some work into it. Let's do some research. <coughs> oh, we'll have to drink for butthead. Butthead's a big one. Yeah, okay. Drink for butthead. What? Generally, that's a new rule. Mm-hmm. What's that shot? Uh, time travel. So we'll probably only have two or three, to be fair. So we may as well do more sips. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love Crispin Glover. So, at the time of recording, Marty, well, Michael J. Fox was born in 1961. This came out in 85, so he's 24. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Christopher Lloyd, Dr. Emmett Brown, was born in 1938. He was 47? Yeah, he was 47. Oh, you can tell the age they're massively. Yeah, and she's wearing, I think she's wearing a fat suit as well. Yeah. yeah. She's got, uh, so she yeah, she's some called Leah cheeks. Thompson. She was born in 61, so she's the exact same age as her on-screen son. They're both 24. No way! Yep. Which is impressive, isn't it? Yeah. And again, just like the thing that they do that in the 80s, like nowadays they'd be like, oh, let's do CGI and young face or something. Now it's just like, no, it's just like put a little bit of chub on her cheeks and whacking an old person outfit. It's good makeup, like, yeah. yeah. Like she looks older, there's no need for anything more. Mm. So Crispin Glover was born in 64, so he was actually younger <laughs> than his son. He is younger than his on screen son here. Three years younger, he's like 21, I think. Uh, Biff was 59. So he's a little bit older. He's like 26, 27. He played Bo Burnham's dad in um, the Bo Burnham show. Yeah. We didn't watch a lot of it. It was like, someone wants to be famous. I don't remember that at all. Oh, you, oh, you, it was like, oh, I can't remember what the name was he has in the show, but it was someone something wants to be famous. Let me tell you. Zach Stone wants to, Zach Stone is going to be famous. It was like he oh, hired a yeah. documentary crew, yeah. I would never have got that if you didn't say Again, all of this is still just uh 
foreshadowing. The grandpa hadn't hit uh, George McFly with the car. The dad. They would never have been born. They would never have met. That's important. If Lorraine's dad hadn't hit him with the car, never would have met. Okay. Important to remember. So, sorry, this dad is 21. (laughs) He's three years younger than Marty McFly, yeah. Jesus. But again, it's just a thing of like, I don't think there's a lot of the time, like, when you're doing the de-aging and stuff, fair play. Like, in the new Indiana Jones, for example. Yeah, mm. de-age Harrison Ford, because we've seen what he looks like young. But in a film like this, where we're like, we haven't seen him as a young person yet. Just dress him in some old person clothes. Mm. <laughs> like, give him a little bit of a, a, a bald spot or something, and we'll accept it. Like, all they've done is, like, whack some chubby cheeks on mm. um, the mum, Lorraine. And everyone's like, oh, shit, she must be 40s. And mm. then... You see her young when she doesn't have the chubby cheeks. and like, oh, shit, she's young now. It's, it's the magic of cinema. <laughs> like, mm. you heard. Uh, it's, it's kind of like the Evil Dead vibe of where it's like, mm-hmm. you probably put a little bit more work in doing it practical, but it looks better. Yeah, it pays off, definitely. It's probably cheaper overall. I would think so. If you heard the uh, Tom, Cr- uh, Tom Cruise Mission Impossible news. No. So I think Mission Impossible opens a week before Oppenheimer and Barbie. Oh. And Tom Cruise is to find out that um, when Oppenheimer comes out, we'll take up all the IMAX film slots. So he's absolutely furious. <gasps> and he's asking Oppenheimer and Barbie to both move the release date. <gasps> because, and he's also sent a screener of Mission Impossible around to all the studios to say, like, it's better. This is the film why can't he push his why can't he change his Einstein good boy Einstein um, well because they were filming that they've been filming that since like the middle of a lockdown so what, if he's got a problem with it why can't he change it I know yeah I, I imagine that's what exactly what everyone else will say well they've waited so long to release it what's another week or two man well that is what people, the people will say but, or if it's uh, been ready for so long do it a couple of weeks earlier yeah what do you think that's bullshit to completely change the topic I'm sorry what do you think of his uh, cool vest? His um his duffel jacket. Oh god, what's it called? I don't know. Jeez, what are they called? Bomber like, jacket? No, no it's, it's not, not a bomber, bomber jacket. jacket. It's like a life body warmer. It's a body, body warmer. warmer. Yeah, what do you think? I of love it. it. It's very I cool. Love it as well. What do you think of the DeLorean? That's a SIP product placement. The, the car, the DeLorean. Yeah, the dog is called Einstein. He's not. He's not the DeLorean. And here we have <laughs> Doc Brown. Okay, I do recognise him. What have I seen mm-hmm. him in? Back to the Future. Yeah, thank you. He pops up in Piranha. But he's most well known for this. Also, here's a question I'm going to ask you because I know you don't know the answer. All this generic science I know look. you don't know the answer, so I'm very excited. Just look at these two characters. Right. Right. Him and Marty. Okay. Think of the names. Doc. And, Mo- and, and uh, Marty. Doc and Marty. Mm-hmm. There is an animated series that's incredibly popular. We've watched every episode of it. <gasps> that's based on these two. They look quite alike. The names sound similar. Rick and Morty. It's Rick and Morty, yeah. Rick and Morty began as a parody. They had like a show that they put, I think it might have been straight onto YouTube or something, of like a Doc and Morty spin-off. So that's oh, what Rick amazing. and Morty's been inspired by. Amazing. Oh, indeed. I d- well, to, I, 
listen back, I did say it. When I, when I said, oh, I love his generic look, Doc look, I think he looks like Rick. Oh, yeah, you did say it, though. I didn't say it, I thought <laughs> it. Listen back to something I didn't say. But that was the moment I thought, oh, yeah. Rick wears yeah. a long lab coat. Yeah, and you can see why. I mean, I love the fact that, like, 80s things, 80s culture has become so popular in the modern day now. Yeah, it is. Um, even, and not even, like, just in terms of, like, oh, we'll remake this or we'll reboot this. Even just in terms of, like, Stranger Things, where it's like, we'll tell a completely new story, but it's, like, set in the 80s because the 80s was cool. Mm. I love that. And, but I think uh, it's um, yeah. How how to phrase it? Like Stranger Things, always pop, pops to me when we talk about eighties, like especially like eighty stuff that's yeah, made now. But it's it's obviously it. it's yeah. set in the past, whatever. The technology that we have now, like mobile phones, etc., mm-hmm. would absolutely ruin Stranger Things. It would. It honestly well, ruins no, a okay, lot of stories. Okay. It's hard to tell. That's it. not fair. But it would massively change the. The whole dynamic of the series. No, I think it would ruin Stranger Things. I don't think the overarching story would, would be the same. I, but I yeah, it wouldn't work because if you had social media and stuff, they wouldn't be able to keep L and all the spooky stuff a secret, for example. So it just wouldn't. It just would not work. Yeah, because she'd be filmed on an Instagram story. Yeah, exactly. Or Snapchat yeah. or something. She'd be on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, this is time travel. That's our first shot. The dog went back in time. Einstein. <gasps> Look how good the effects are as well. I fucking love it. I love uh-huh. it so much. Okay, shot of Booney. Mm-hmm. Um. Such a good film. I I just have a smile on my face Ooh. the whole time we watch this. We're shot in apple salad. This by is the like way. Uh, it's like pure joy for me. This film. Anytime I'm ill, I'm probably gonna watch Back to the Future one and two back to back. So when you said it's one, of, what do you say? Top five. What are the others? Boyhood. Um. So Boyhood is one. I would probably count Back to the Future one and two as one. Because I'm ill. I'm miserable to Bill. I wouldn't do three. Ooh, then. Interesting. I'd have to go Infinity War. Infinity War's in the top five. Yeah, Infinity War is fab. Um, Prisoners, I think, is in the top five. Really? I, I love Prisoners. It's a great film. Uh, it's a mood, though. And then five is tricky, yeah. Five, I would say. I, w- I think I've set four, and then a fifth one really depends on mood. Because if you want a comedy... I might go like Anchorman or something, but if I want a serious film, mm. I might go like Nightcrawler or End of Watch or like the yeah. I think mm. you need a four and a, and a mood film. I have a generic five, okay, go on. but they're all very similar genre. Go on, Twilight one, no Twilight two, Twilight three, Twilight four. They're up there Twilight with my five. comfort films. If like you said, if I was ill, I would happily watch them back to back all day. Edward or Jacob, we're not sure. Which team were you? Uh, you I want know which team you were. Don't say mm, that you don't know. Well, I was about to finish the sentence, but never mind, Mike. <laughs> Go on. I was Team Edward, but in my heart, I wanted to be Jacob. But Jacob with the cool wig. I wanted yes, to be Team man. Jacob, but no, I said that wrong. I wanted to be Team Jacob, but in my heart, I was Team Edward. Oh, you were Edward. You were weird, uncool Edward too. Exactly. I knew he was weird and uncool, but I couldn't you help it. I don't know what it was, but anyway, my top five. Elf. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know how much I love Elf. Such a good <coughs> one. Uh, Shrek 2. Mm-hmm. Ear Mean Girls. Yeah, classic. We covered that. That is up on our channel now. Super bad. Super bad, classic. And all Sim- comedies. Just a whole lot yeah. of comedies. And the Simpsons movie. And the Simpsons movie, yeah. Fair. So I'm aware that they're all the same genre. And See, yeah, mine are much and more varied up. than I know, yours. I know yeah. that. And there's... 
several films like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 that have high potential to be up there, but the five that I have there have stood the test of time, so I still put them there. I would like to add a rule into this one. Okay. Uh, just for, I would like to add in science talk. Amazing. Yep. So science talk is a sip. So we're doing science talk right now. This isn't science um, talk, but we have to have a sip for the radioactive sign on the back of his doc jacket. Back, it's yeah. hilarious. Okay, I like that as well, yeah. And his hair. Listen to what he's putting in right now. November 5th, 955. Mm-hmm. Big day. Big day. What are they trying to do? He's just sent the dog back in time. Like, he's just proved it's time for this. The dog went back a minute. Right. In time, and the clock's wound up, so. So he's just proving that this is the time for this, like, he's he knows his time machine now, so he's being like, oh, this is what we could do, and he's saying, like, oh, November 5th, 1955, that's the day I invented the time machine. So he just put that date in as an example. Oh, okay. That's the flux capacitor from the Busted song. Yes. But first of all, from Back to the Future. So it's like him 30 years to realise how it works, but so the flux capacitor is what makes it work. Okay. And he's put the date, this is important, he put the date, November 5th, 1955, into the DeLorean. Very important. Okay. Um, I feel like I'm in an exam, Mike. You're stressing me out. No, I'm just, I'm just, I want you to enjoy it as much as I do, so I want you to, don't want you to miss anything because we're, we're talking over it. Very, we know how easy it's missed up when we talk over it. We've done this a lot. Yeah. Yep. This is maybe like our 40th drink along commentary <laughs> probably more we've lost quite a lot oh dear our livers are sad <laughs> only once a week that's true 1.21 gigawatts of electricity that's a electricity thing science talk mm-hmm. so he, he stole the new he stole the the uh, and the plutonium from a group of Libyans they wanted a bomb, and he took it, and then he gave him a, a thing full of pinball parts. Uh-oh. So he's pissed off some Libyans, just so you know. Okay. Do you want to know who produced this film? Okay. Can you guess from the 80s? No. All-time classic director. Spielberg. It was Spielberg. It was Spielberg who produced it. Directed by Robert Zemeckis, who directed uh, Forrest Gump, several other things, but all three of these. And so the reason it's never been remade is that um, they cannot remake it without Robert Zemeckis's approval. Oh. And um, I don't think they ever should, to be honest. I think it's one of those that should not be touched. Like when when Tom Holland first got cast as Spider Man, they were like, "Oh, they should do it with Rob with um, Tom Holland, and Robert Downey Jr." So obviously Robert Downey Jr. would be the the Doc character. Um, I. I I don't like the idea of just, oh, this was a classic, let's remake this. Like, no, I don't either. like the thing of, oh, we'll remake everything. It is um, not broke. Do not fix exactly. it. Exactly. Like, people still rewatch this, people still buy this. People still go to Comic Cons and meet these. There's a Back to the Future musical out now that people go and see. Like, it's not like Back to the Future has. L- if something loses, no. if something could have been better, and you like watch it and you're like, oh, shit, I could, I could make that better. Fair play. But this. With special effects or whatever, it isn't improved. It's like, this for me is like a perfect film. Mm. It's kind of the classic Spielberg effect of the 80s where he just knows what to do. He just knows how to make a film Mm. so enjoyable for an audience. Look. Is that his car? Nope. It's kind of the DeLorean. 
Oh, the Libyans. It's the Libyans, nice. Uh oh. Uh -oh. oh, I love this film so much. <laughs> They're driving a Volkswagen Beetle. Should we sit for the Volkswagen Beetle? Yeah, why not? Look at his old gun. That's such a prop gun. Well, yeah. You ready? <gasps> yep, death. Sit for death. This film so much. Why, uh, Doc and Marty friends? He works for him. Who works for who? Doc <laughs> Marty works for Doc. Why? He went round to feed his dog and stuff, didn't he? Oh. Yeah. So that with no choice, he had to get in the DeLorean. Uh oh. That may or may not be a time machine. Is he really dead? No, he can't be dead. Wednesday? He's definitely he's dead. As we definitely watch the film right now, he's dead. Well, I suppose. He's turned the time machine on. I can't believe you haven't seen this before I showed it to you. And I can't believe you don't remember it. It's such a good film. This, for me, is one of the rare perfect 10 out of 10 films. A 10 out of 10. A 10 out of 10. Even watching it now, I feel giddy. I just think it's <laughs> It's one of those films that I'd love to see in a cinema. Because uh, during COVID... We went to see a few, didn't we? Like, yeah, the when were they semi closed. And yeah, new we out, released they were sold like films. And they were like, so we went to see Jurassic Park. We went to see Terminator Two. Uh huh. This was one of the ones that I was really hoping would come out, and it never did. But that was quite a fun time for cinemas. It was. Just being it was like, good. Here's these classic films. That and we treated ourselves as well, yeah. and we drove quite far away to yeah, go to, to a posh like the cinema. Best cinema. Yeah. Like, they're automatic recliners. Just because there was nothing else to do, so why not have a, have a yeah. driving? Good times, then. It was good times. Look, he's speeding up. Classic theme song. Maybe the, my favourite theme song ever as well. Hmm. Time travel. Shot. Shit. Oh, shit. Second shot of the podcast. How's he going to get back? How is he going to get back? How is he going to get back to the future? <laughs> oh. Dreaming. Two down. Two down. <laughs> Can't wait um, for the incest. The DeLoreans now. That was a joke. They're very cool cars. Like, I would drive a DeLorean now because of this car. I don't even know if this still exists. I don't really know what a DeLorean is other than it's in this Yeah, film. I don't know what you're talking about. That's a DeLorean. The car with the cool side-rising side doors. It does like, look like an extremely old car. It does look like an extremely old car. Do you want to get into some Back to the Future trivia? Whatever not. Trivia. So. Oh, look at the baby cow. Here's what I was saying before about Bob Zemeckis. So the rights to the film and its sequels are owned by Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale, the director and the producer. So in a 2015 interview, Zemeckis maintained that no reboot or remake of the film 
would be authorised during his or Gail's lifetime, which I agree with, again. Um, and John DeLorean, the man who invented the car, sent a fan letter to Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis uh, after the film's release, thanking them for immortalising his car. Huh. Yeah. That's cool. Or in 2010, during a cast reunion, Michael J. Fox said that strangers will still shout him on the street, McFly. Um, and he said that the most remarkable instance was when he was in a remote jungle in the South Asian country, Bhutan, located between China and India in the eastern Himalayas. A group of Buddhist monks passed him, and one of them looked at Fox and said, Marty McFly. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, guess how many times this script was rejected before it was greenlit? Five. More. Ten. More. Twenty. More. Fifty. Less. Forty-five. Forty-four. Wow. The script of this classic film was rejected forty-four times where it was greenlit. That, that to me is like staggering. Like forty-four separate people have read this and gone, nah. It just yeah. shows, doesn't it, that no one really knows it's going to be a hit or not. No. I don't, like, no one it's all luck and... could ever read a script and like, certain. No. It's, it's all just a feeling. It's a gut feeling, like. Yeah, it's stressful because, like, it's it's just luck. Mm. But also, to be open to the opportunity of luck, you have to be very talented, exactly, very dedicated. Yeah. And it's interesting with nowadays. And then because... even, even if you are all those things, some... Like you could still get rejected forty three times and then yeah, give up. Yeah, exactly. It's the same kind of with and it, she's a horrible woman, but like J.K. Rowling got rejected with Harry Potter, yeah, countless times. And she again, she's a horrible woman, but the book is really good. So, yeah, it's a great story. Like, you can't the fact that, that got rejected and they obviously didn't know how horrible the woman she was at the time. They were rejecting it on the book standard on, mm. you know, her being a horrible woman. He's baffling, and it just it, it to me it just shows that like you know a produ a, any producer can read something and say I like this. Yeah. I think people like this, but you have no idea, really. No, you don't. I think everything really is... It's Everything, for me, is kind of hit and hope. Like, oh, I think people like this. I think people will like this. You know, the whimsical... I think people like travelling back into the past. It's proper just escapism. Like, it's just light-hearted, like, I think people joyful. like this, but it's everything's pure luck for me. Mm. I, I, it's, it's... There's no foolproof formulas to, to films, otherwise... You know, Disney or Disney would have cracked it because they Texaco. That's a product placement. <gasps> the clock. The clock. I'm glad you spotted it. But yeah, there's just there's there's literally no foolproof. You can put no. you know 100 grand into a film and it can make 20 mil. You can put 20 mil into a film and it can make 300 mil. You can put 200 mil into a film and it'll make 100 mil. Like there's no. No, no. no one knows the secret formula or someone would just only make good films. And no one can do it. The MCU can't only make good films. You know, Disney can't only make good films. Mm-mm. It is very much a case of... It's the way of the world. Yeah, it's a, it's a feeling. It's sparking a feeling in an audience. And that is so hard to do. Mm. I mean, we watched Spider-Verse yesterday, the second one. Uh, across in two? Or across? Yeah. Um, is number one in two? Into, yeah, and then number two is across, and number three will be beyond. Um, and that is for me one of the best things of like me being fully lost in a film and being like, wow, yeah, like, yeah, just to not think about anything else in the world for mm, exactly, two plus yeah. hours is a very beautiful feeling, yeah, no, I fully agree. But for me, this is like a classic one of 
just fucking love this film. Uh, so I, in year eight, uh, which is second year of high school for non-English listeners, I owned a jacket like that. A, the body warmer? Yeah, mine was Nike, and it was grey and black, but yeah, because I liked Martin McFly so much. Wow. Mm-hmm. Life preserver. Love it. Mm-hmm. Good joke. Uh, Pepsi logos everywhere. his little watch as well it's like a little calculator watch mm-hmm. so what's your favorite non-comedy film it's a big question because we're all comedies in the list the only thing that's pops to my mind Go on. instantly the star is born okay fair enough <laughs> yeah if it's pop straight into reddit you'd think it but um i don't know if i want to commit you know the Guardians. Pepsi, it's a drink. Yeah, product. What are all the rules? I forgot. <laughs> I'll read them out and give a sip. Every time his mum tries to bang him. Every time Biff's a dick. Every time he's a sip of something. Um. Uh, genuine laughter. Every time he's a sip. The word my... His mum tries to bang him. Biff is a dick. Product placement. Shot for time travel. Biff's been a dick. Biff's been a dick. Look how young Biff looks. Oh and my look god. Look how much his dad looks. Like, look how good that is. His dad has not it's changed good. anything as well. Like, that's the most impressive one for me. That's why his dad just put glasses on. Like, the old person wig on and Biff. what changed his Biff outfit? Biff like, 30 years older in present day. To be fair, uh, the dad does not look 21. Well, he's playing, like, 18 as well. Mm. To be fair, so's my though. So yeah, yeah, you, have, you know, you, have you to know give what I mean, don't you? But yeah, no, I get it. But like, also, Biff looks cool. I like his red shirt. Oh, he slapped him in the face. That's <gasps> that's a dick move. So he sat with his dad. It's so good. This film. Hmm. So anyway, jump into getting to the Crispin Glover, uh, who is his dad. Controversy. Yeah. Let's get into it. Let me find it first. Let me find it. But anyway, so he does not appear in either two or three, essentially. Um, yeah, so he's three years younger than Michael J. Fox, obviously, who mm-hmm. played his son in Back to the Future. And he's 11 years older than Angelina Jolie, who played his mother in Beowulf. <laughs> Both films are directed by Robert Zemeckis, so Robert Zemeckis likes him. Um he was one of three actors from Back to the Future who was replaced by another actor in the sequels. So Eric Stoltz was replaced by Michael J. Fox, as we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Claudia Wells replaced by Elizabeth Shue, we talked about, mm-hmm. or Matty's girlfriend, mm-hmm. Jennifer. And uh, Glover did not reach a finance, financial agreement with the producers, which is why George McFly, um, who is played by Jeffrey Wiseman in the sequels, is only in a handful of scenes. And also why the plot of the Back to the Future Part 2, oh, I won't sense that because spoiler but um yeah so that's why it was a bench it was a financial difficulties basically he didn't he, mm. he, he, he was basically like i'm probably the second lead of this film why would i come back for and it's kind of similar to the right strike it's just a, a scenario of just pay people what they deserve like 
you made so much money well, off yeah. Back to the Future. You can pay Crispin Glover to come back and and do it again, like it, which is probably more justified in now twenty twenty three. What's that? Forty years later that they're doing a musical about this film still. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's still a relevant thing. Like we're watching it for a podcast for no reason. Like there's nothing egging us on to watch this. No, no. We're just watching it because we'd like. I mean, the dad's a peeping tom, so it's not all great. <laughs> <laughs> so like that like one line of like, oh fuck me, my dad's a my dad's a pervert. <laughs> fuck it, very hell. pervy. Look, do you remember how his <gasps> mum met his dad? Uh, uh... Oh, dad ran him over in a car. So he's been hit by the car now. That's why she wants to bang him. That's why she wants to bang him. See, you're up to date with it. So good. Yeah. Got my first drink down, by the way, as well, audience, just so you know. Uh oh. Also, what I do find really interesting is I really like, um, what was her name? What was her name? The woman in this film, who is Zoe Ducci's mum. One minute, leave it with me, I'll find it. She is called Leah Thompson. I think she's mint in this. Mm. But I think Zoe Dooch, uh, or Deutsch, or however you say it, is mint. Like she has so she has chemistry with every actor she's in it with. Like with um, what's he called? The guy in Set It Up, the guy from Top Gun Maverick. Uh, the guy who's in that uh, Scream Queens. What's his real name? He calls um Chad Radwell. Oh yeah, Scream he's in Queens. that. And it, Glenn. Glenn, is it Glenn? No, I don't think it's Glenn. Anyway, she has mint like chemistry with uh, Dylan O'Brien as well. In mm. no, okay, I think she's mint. But I also think Leia Thompson in this is great as well, and she is now a director as well. Oh, oh. she thinks he's called Calvin because his underwear has Calvin Klein on, which is a product placement and also a very funny joke. So that's two sips. Glenn Powell. Glenn Powell, you were right with Glenn. Wow, fair play. I, I want to say Glenn Howerton. Who's that? Always sunny guy. Dennis. Oh, it's Dennis. Uh, are we going to drink for She thinks he's called Calvin Klein. Oh, dear. And also she's trying to bang him, so. I think he's got a semi. No, it's his mum. <laughs> it's his mum. I also, I just, I, I. You know, the pitch meetings on YouTube. The super easy belly and inconvenience. They were started because uh, John Mulaney, the guy who voices Andrew and, and Spider Pig in Spider Verse, and obviously Andrew in Big Mouth and stuff, mm. they have the really funny voice. One of his stand up things was like, imagine pitching Back to the Future to an executive. Yeah. So yeah, he goes back in time and he's like, his mum's trying to shag him and, <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. And so, uh, like. Sorry, what? And that's what the pitch meetings were like. Like, imagine you like trying to pitch a lot of films, and that's why they based that on. Which I really like because, mm. I mean, to be fair, you were rejected forty four times. I bet a lot of it was on like, yeah. And then his mum tries to shag him. And it was like, oh, oh you had we me. don't like that. You had me. I liked the Back to the Future stuff. I liked the past. <laughs> <laughs> then you made his mum try and shag him, <laughs> and that's a real problem for me. But also just like I, I like that because obviously she doesn't shag him, so like nothing, and she doesn't know it's a son. It's like nothing overtly weird happens. No, no. <laughs> to her, basically, just a handsome bloke's in the house, and she's like, "You're nice." 
Mm. You're a handsome lad, Calvin Klein. <laughs> you also like just like just the thing, just the fun of like they have a rolling telly into the room, and it's like, oh my god, we've got a telly that rolls, and it's in the kitchen. And I think they ask him about it, and he's like, oh yeah, I've seen this one. It was a rerun. I'm like, what the fuck is a rerun? Uh. Like, just do you have a television? I think they have two of them, which again in the eighties, like. It's just it's just really clever writing. Mm-hmm. And again, I think this would be less fun now because like from the eighties going back to the fifties is such a culture change. And I think maybe if you did it now and went back to the eighties, you'd get a bit of a culture change. It's not as dramatic though, is long, it? Yeah. Exactly. They say if you make a reboot in the four in, in, in twenty thirty and go back to the two thousands, <gasps> what's Mike. the change there? This is going back 30 years, though. Going back 30 years now would be in the 90s. That's what I mean. It's not, I don't think it's that much of a change as well. I think, like, from the 50s to the 80s, it's such a change. Of, like, yeah. Have, we have one black and white telly, and we're lucky to have that. Mm-hmm. And in the 80s, it's like, no, we have, we have like, video game consoles and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like, everything. And also, for me, Tom Holland, I love Tom Holland. He's not a Michael J. Fox. He's not, like... A lovable person who can make a role like this for me like there's there's people who can do character actors and like big role actors who can make a spider-man and stuff beloved but then there's the actors who can make like roles like this where they not you know they're not known and you you make a Marty mcfly a big role that's a different thing for me so i think that tom holland is a person who could do a spider-man and he could do other roles that already exist but i think if you said to tom holland oh you're gonna do a role like this so nothing franchise. We're gonna try and build it up based on you. I don't, I don't think he could do that personally. Oh, that what you mean? Yeah. I I I also I think I but that's Tom not like just Spider-Man. on Tom Holland. That's on I think a lot of modern actors. I think a lot of modern actors kind of rely on mm. things that you know like canon and, and stuff that already exists and like oh, I'll be a comic book character. I'll be a you know a, a reboot or a spinoff or blah blah blah. But just to be like sixteen <gasps> four. Isn't that Spider-Man, Spider-Verse universe? It could be, I don't know, to be honest. We watched it yesterday. <laughs> Already forgotten. This is where the doc is it, lives. Or is it 1610? It's, it's yeah, where but the doc lives. It's like a weird Back to the Future lives. reference. It might be, but it's where the doc lives. Right, Who okay. Lives here? Who lives here, Katie? The doc lives here, the doc. <laughs> I think it was it was 16 something. It might have been six. I don't know, to be honest. Look, 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 look. It's a big fan theory. It's a big fan theory. You have to watch this. But Einstein, oh, Einstein. Dog. Ready? 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 Watch. He's wearing a brain reading machine. Watch. <laughs> so this is a common this is a common theory. you need to watch, you need to watch. You're not I watching. Am. I'm looking at you, you're not looking at the screen. He said you're coming from a great distance. That's wrong. You just want to survive search. Ready? Watch. There's a big theory among fans that that machine works. I assume it doesn't work because he said you came from a great distance, which is right, but the other two are wrong. But obviously, Doc put in the card. He sent him back to the day he invented time travel because it was a day he he looked in the mirror or something, fell off the toilet, banged his head, and realised the flux capacitor. So he has the cut on his head because he's already it's already happened. But his terrible thought reading machine doesn't work. 
This is the one. I love this. Have you? Do you not remember this as well? His no. brother and sister disappear. The closer he goes to like, if he gets oh, to a point yeah. where he's because if he goes past the point where his mum and dad meet, he doesn't exist. Mm. This for me is just the best time travel story, and like time travel is such a, a, a tricky thing to do because there's the way of doing it where like. There's the Avengers way of doing it, Infinity War and Endgame, which I like, where, you know, like, they go back and they kill Thanos, but it doesn't kill past Thanos, and, you know, you could go back and kill baby Thanos, but it wouldn't kill modern Thanos, which confuses me. I'll be honest, I kind of prefer the Back to the Future <laughs> explanation of time travel. Yeah, can you elaborate on that? Well, the, the, the Endgame explanation is, because Rhodey's like, oh, why don't we just go back and kill baby Thanos? And they're like, oh, first, that's terrible, and second of all, that's not how time travel works. Is it just that, like, that idea and personality would evolve into whatever the well, baby, I don't, I don't whatever really baby know, was born? I don't really understand. I don't understand that. I don't understand the end game one. This one, I that understand. That clearly is a line I have mentally chosen to ignore every yeah, time I've watched the this, film. This version of the time for me is the easiest to understand. He's gone back. He has a couple of weeks until his mum and dad meet. And if mm. they don't meet like they did... Because he's already ruined how they wait, normally wait, wait. met. How how does he have a couple of weeks if he's already ruined well, that experience? Because they, they met when he, he got hit by the car, but they first kissed at the Under the Sea dance. Oh. Which is like their prom. So he basically has, up until the Under the Sea dance, to right. make his mum and dad fall in love, or he will never be born, his, his parents will never be born. Mm. So that, I like like the thing of like, okay, I can understand that. I can like That I can get my head around, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some sometimes the films are like, yeah, but then that means that, and that means that, and and you know this means that, and it's like, ah, uh, what, <laughs> mm. what? Just no, I like this. Doc's like, we've got to get you home, and I'm like, yeah, you do, Doc. Good, we're on the same page. Yeah, he's from yeah. the future. He's in the past. We're, I get it. I understand. Better sort this shit out. <laughs> Good job. Doc looks That's the same. same. For me, yeah. So, like, he, he doesn't look... He looks younger, doesn't he, really, compared to his old self. He's 40-odd here. I'm amazed how young he is. He was born in 38, um, Christopher Lloyd. So he is... Wow, he's like... No, wait, what? 48, 58, 60, 78, 88, 98, 2008, 2018. He's 86. 80, 85, sorry. 85. And they like... Yikes. A big thing is these two still go to like Comic Cons and stuff together. Oh. Because obviously like he hasn't had a huge role since. And obviously, you know, Michael J. Fox can't with his Parkinson's and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Do you not remember the episode he's in Scrubs? No. He's like a, 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 a mint doctor and Dr. Cox is jealous of him and stuff and JD wants to be like him and Elliot kind of wants to shag him. But then there's like a really, it's a really poignant moment where like JD goes in to shout at him to be like, what are you doing? You're like, you, you've taken away from me. You've maybe looked an idiot. 
but he can't stop washing his hands because he has OCD. Mm. And he's like loses his shit and he's like been wash- washing my hands for like two hours. And they like all come in shouting one by one and then realise like, oh, our, our problems are nothing compared to his. Like, mm. what are yeah, we Also, doing? don't remember at all. Yeah, one of my favourite Scrubs. scrubs. So he's my favourite Scrubs guest star. Mm. 100%. But like, um, there you go. So the energy they need to get the, the, the thing, they need they need a bolt of lightning. And they know when a bolt of lightning hits because it destroys the clock tower. So you have to time Marty mm. going back with the lightning strike. What a good film. It's mm. fucking mint. It's so well thought out. It is very well thought out. So good. You must not, like, I know this isn't one of your favourite films, but you must watch this and think, this is good. It is good. I've enjoyed it both times I've watched it. Have you seen Back to the Future 2 as well? I don't think uh, you have seen 2. I'm not sure. I think I have. I think Maybe you... we should do the trilogy back to back. Back to back. Well, not like back to back tonight, but... Back to the back future. Back to back podcasting. I, uh, these, these, these are probably... These were one of my favourite films growing up. All it my favourite films film. are 80s films growing up, though. None of the modern no shame there, Mike. No shame. Like, They're all very I would good. Rather, I remember growing up like Spy Kids and stuff, like the modern films when we were growing up, and Thunderbirds and Shrek and stuff. And I love Shrek and I love the animated ones. Mm. But for, like the live action films, I would rather watch this and a Goonies and a Ghostbusters and stuff than like a Thunderbirds. From I remember Thunderbirds was a big film when I was growing up. And look, the bird's head's <gasps> disappeared. This is getting too close. Shit. Such a good film. She. You know what I'm so I'm worried about, and I'll admit this openly. I'm worried about two things: a, mm-hmm. when Stephen King dies, uh. and b, when Steven Spielberg dies. The Stevens. Because there's just no. I don't. <gasps> Even just, Stevens. There's, there's no replacement for either of them. No, no. They, like there just isn't. Bullying. It's not Biff, but we'll sit for Blaine because he's a really nice guy. He doesn't deserve it. You're right. No one deserves it. But also, like, Spielberg's gone through this weird, this, like... Look at these two random blokes just in a school. Yeah. It's definitely the 50s. Spielberg's gone through this really interesting stage recently where he did, like, The Fablemans, and before that he did... um, the musical. The, it wasn't the Jersey Boys. What's it called? The musical. The, uh-huh. the one where they stab each other. Oh my god, what's it called? The musical. Where they stab each other. I have no idea what you're on about. Oh, right. What's it called? It had... Uh, it had... Steven Spielberg. It was. It was West Side Story. That was it. He's doing like uh, products. He's doing like passion projects now at the minute. Um, yeah, but he didn't come back for Indiana Jones Five, which I respect, and which we will talk about on Waffle. Um, either before or after this comes out, we don't know. But uh, it was. They released it at Cannes, and it was uh, Cannes, and it was massively misjudged because it was not uh, reviewed well. Why? It was reviewed really poorly. Yeah, but why? 
Um, I, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't read them because I don't want to spoil it for myself. Oh, well, okay. It was, sorry, they were, sorry. They were bad going in. That was a dumb question for me. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's why. <laughs> no, I just, I just like, I, I, I will always look at like a, an overall score. And, but I will never read a review, and like even on like an overall score, I don't like to. I don't like to entertain me because like I looked at the Spider Verse reviews. You a hundred percent like that entertain you. And they were so like excited. the Spider Verse reviews like eighty nine meta score, and I was like, "Fuck me, it's gonna be mint." And then I kept trying to like, before I went to see it, I was like, "No, rein yourself in. Like, don't go in expecting mint because then you might be disappointed." Mm. So I just went in being like, "I expect the first one." I think it was better than the first one. There you go. See, look, he's realizing it. That's why they forget for the first time. Give him the enchantment of the sea dance. Oh. This is what I love about it, though. Like, what a fun premise of just you have to set your mum and dad up. What a fun, fun premise. Hmm. But also, like, your dad's a loser and your mum's really cool and, and sexy and everyone wants to bang her. Look at the state of his dad's hair. Such a bad trim. No, I think it's quite... I don't know. I, I like it. I, I don't it's absolutely shit. not cool. It might have been cool when it's freshly cut. And I also just love how much of a loser he is. And he's younger than he's younger than his son at this point. He's like twenty one here. That is hilarious. You know what I respect like to be twenty one and to say I'm not coming back to the sequel unless you pay me fairly. That takes balls, like it does. that is that's really fair, like He's not a 40-year-old saying I've been in this career for decades and I deserve this. He's just being like, no, I, like, I was a big role in that first one. I wasn't paid fairly. Pay me fairly now. like. So is he not into it at all? No, he's not into it. So he's a different guy who looks a bit like him. So uh, I'll give you his what he was in um, from Back to the Future. So in Back to the Future in 85, he finished Family Ties in 86, which was the show he was in. Uh, then he did several. He did uh, Twister, which is probably his biggest thing in '89. Uh, Wild at Heart, Little Noises, The Doors, Thirty Door Key, Hotel Room. Like just like films. He was doing stuff. He was in Charlie's Angels. He was the Thin Man in that. I don't know what that is. Um, oh, he's in Charlie's Angels too as well. So he's a big. He was obviously in that a bit. But most recently, he has been in... He was in Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities, you know, on Netflix. Oh, yeah. He's been in 19 episodes of American Gods. So he's still working. Uh, Biff being a dick. Yeah, that scene was absolutely awful. Biff's a big dick. I love that he gets all these phrases wrong. I love that. Ooh. Horrible. Make like a tree and get out of here. It's such a good joke that he doesn't understand. Like, uh. he doesn't understand the puns and stuff. Uh. <laughs> it is good. You like, it's so good. I just keep saying it's good, but you you must be watching this and thinking, this is clever. It is very this clever. This is fun and clever and good. Do you want to know budgets and stuff? Do you want to do budget time? Why not? Budget time. <gasps> so, budget time. Now, this came out on the 4th of December, 1985. It cost 19 million. 
worldwide it made 383 million did it it's wow fucking baffling it even if you you spent you know three times the budget on marketing it's made at least 250 million profit wow that's the thing of the 80s like you would never spend big money on films and it would just be that is hard to comprehend it is isn't it like that's not a thing anymore now you'd spend 300 million a film and it'd be good to make 700 million but yeah you you rarely get a film that's like maybe smile is a good example that would cost like 20 mil and that made like three four hundred mil did it Horrors horrors of the modern ones that make the big money this was like robert zemeckis wrote this so, do you want to know who Rob, what else Robert Zemeckis has done in his career? Go on, then. He's, he's done really well. So, as a writer, just as a writer, he has done, uh, starting with Back to the Future, Back to the Future Part 2, Back to the Future Part 3, Back to the Future The Ride, um, The Polar Express, A Christmas Carol, The Walk, uh, welcome to Marwin, The Witches and Pinocchio. So, as a writer, gone back to the future, I don't think he's great, I'll be honest. Well, there's not one hit there, but director wise, he has directed um, Allied, The Walk, Flight, A Christmas Carol, Beowulf, The Polar Express, Castaway, Contact, Forrest Gump. You know, Back to the Future Part 3, Back to the Future Part 2, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Rabbit which has a 7.7, Back to the Future has an 8.5, and 8.5 is one as an IMDb, and I actually think that's low, I think this is a 9, like an unarguable 9. You're not far off though, I think, you know. But just like, just the fun premise of a bloke trying to set his mum and dad up, whilst also like trapped it in It is very endearing, yeah. It is endearing is the right word, That that is the right word. Like, he's such a loser. He's like, Lou, give me a milk chocolate. And the guy slides a, a chocolate milk. And he has a little tiny sip of it and throws it back down. What a waste of money. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at this fucking notepad open as well. It is uncool. It's tr- It's tough. <laughs> Oh, he's just like young, yeah. Yeah. Oh, look who's in the background. Biff, Biff being a dick. And he might say some Marty's. Did we save Marty on McFly? McFly would have been better. Uh. Also, Biff is my favourite bully in anything ever. Huh? <gasps> the gasp! Oh my gosh, the gasp! <laughs> I got all these. I love the shot. Just a little bit of like, oh yeah, Matty's made a That's mistake. That's hilarious. <laughs> but again, he's just made himself sexier to his mum. <laughs> like, I love that. Like, he's tried his best. He'd be like, no, no, go speak to her. She loves you. Go speak to her. And then look, he invents, the, skate- he invents the skateboard because he rips off weird boards off it. Hmm. It's fucking mint. I love this film so much. It is funny. The skateboard bit is especially funny. 
It's Converse. Exactly. Not cool Converse didn't exist in the fifties. Making a drink. I, I love this film so much. Look, and do you remember what happens to Biff and his friends in each film? You don't remember their like punishment for being dicks? No. They get shit on them in each film. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. They get covered in like shit. Like a literal poo. In horse shit. They get covered in manure in each film. Amazing. It's about to happen. I shouldn't have spoiled it. It's literally about <laughs> to happen. But yeah. Also, I want those shoes. I'm going to get those shoes. Just to be Marty McFly. Look, look, look. Look how cool he is. He did a big crash. Look, 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 look. They're coming after him. This is still Biff being a dick, so we're drinking each sip. Yeah, we're just continually drinking. Look, look, there's a manure truck. Look how cool he is. <laughs> look, he tapped it. Yeah, shout shit and then it covered in shit. Great joke. Great joke. Huh. Also, just like the commitment of those actors, they're literally being proper drowned. Yeah, they in are shit, genuinely like. being covered in shit, yeah. Well, that's like a what? That's like a, a one opportunity shot as yeah, well. Yeah, that's like the thing of, oh, you're making a film, you get covered in shit, but we're covering you in shit. It's not CGI. Mm. We're, we're covering you in shit. Like, that's just how this works in these days. Oh, look at George McFly's upset. Oh. Such a good film. Like, just exceptional. Oh, look, 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 look. We've got Doc's watching. Doc's watching the tape from, like, when he died. <gasps> Has he got that tape? Oh, Matt, for Matt. he left it, yeah. But we don't know if he's seen his actual death or not. Yeah, he could have been watching that for the fourth, fifth time. Mm. But look, he doesn't know, because he's like, one shouldn't know about his own destiny. If he knows too much about his future, it endangers everything. So mm. he's like, he can't know. Is is something interesting as well. This is semi-related to like time travel and stuff. Mm. I read something today that was like, um, you know, including um, everything, everywhere, all at once, and uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the Spider Verse, and obviously the Flash and stuff like that. It's like there's too much multiverse. And my my first reaction to that, I don't know what you think, but mine was just like, that's bollocks. <laughs> like, why in the fact there's something that people like and it's fun? Like, whether it's been out for two, three years, why would that make it too much? Like, it, it just, it, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand this thing of like, we have to hate something. We have to hate something all the time. Hmm. So what's our new thing we hate this month? Oh, we hate multiverses now. Yeah. Oh, we hate Tom Holland's Spider-Man now. And they're all trying to pretend like... Who the fuck's hating that now? I, well, when I was talking to my friend today we were out with, he was like, that's the big thing on Twitter. Like Everyone's like, oh, we hate Far From Home. He's <gasps> a rubbish Spider-Man. And I'm like, I don't like Far From Home particularly. I think it's one of the worst Spider-Man films. But that's not anything on 
Tom Holland. He's a great Why are people Spider-Man. saying that now? Exactly, yeah. It's a thing of... That's, a bu- it's that's a bullshit. Nonsense. It's a nonsense Twitter thing of like... Because <laughs> it's like it's like when uh, No Way Home came out and everyone was like, oh, we always loved the Andrew Garfield film. But it's like, no, you fucking didn't. Yeah, yeah. You slated no. them. Andrew Garfield got sacked from Spider-Man. People seem to regret, forget this. He got sacked. Yeah. Because no one... Because if that was you, like, say you didn't like role. the Sony Spider-Man films, then go exactly. fucking suck it. Yeah, don't be like, oh, oh, Andrew Garfield. Oh, yeah, it winds me up. No. I don't, like, I, 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 we have a Twitter account. We have at Sweet Films Alc, and every time I check on it, it, it honestly just winds me up. I, I can't <laughs> go on it anymore. No, it's very stressful. I don't even tweet any episodes or anything anymore. No, I feel like we have very few limited <laughs> listeners loyal, and I'm like, you're fine. I, I would rather not go on and be like. Oh, we have a we have a nice small yeah, net, exactly. net group of people, people like, that we enjoy. <laughs> but you get loads of bullshit sponsored tweets and stuff as well that are like it's like they put Twitter's put awful. it on your feed to awful. piss you off. Awful. It's just like this is not the generic yeah, views then, of people, people that we follow. Just put, I don't want people that. People will put terrible opinions out like <laughs> I I think Spider Man three the Sam Raimi one is the best Spider Man film. It's like no that's that's accepted as the worst. Like you don't get points for being cool. I remember I I did film studies Shake at my head. Uh, uni. And I remember I was in a directing class and a bloke came in and went, <laughs> Michael Bay's the best director because he clearly doesn't give a fuck, but he still makes the budgets. What a hero. <laughs> what like, accent? What, are you, what? What? This is a bloke, Sorry? by the way, who wore it. You know Christopher Nolan? Wears like big flappy coats. Mm. And when he directs, he wore a big flappy coat every day. Like, yeah, Michael Bay. Michael Bay does the best stuff because he doesn't care about it, but he still makes the money. He's like, oh, do you, do you go watch the Transformers films then? No, they're not for me. As your favourite director then? Uh, what, are you trying to be... You can't have a favourite director you films you don't watch, you fucking idiot. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my God. But he doesn't really care, and I don't really care either. We're, we're at the same level of success, really, because we both don't care. Yeah, except you're 19 and a loser. <laughs> Michael Bay is rich uh-huh. and a very, very acclaimed director. Yeah, it doesn't like, need your opinion. I mean, you can slag people off. I'm like, I'm not. I'm no, not no. Saying you can't slag course, people off. Yeah. Of course, you can. You, you don't have to like everything. But just to pretend you like something just to be edgy, that's the worst thing for me. Awful. Or pretend you don't like something to be edgy. So like, do people just not like Tom Holland's Spider Man now because of Miles Morales? Um, I don't know, to be honest. My opinion was, I always, I loved Homecoming. And I remember we I and mean, you went to watch Five Moments together, didn't we? Mm. And I, w- I always was like, they should not have come out straight after Infinity War because uh-huh. it's a problem. And it should not have been, for me, it gets Spider-Man wrong. It shouldn't have been the thing of like, oh, I'm, I'm just ready for a summer off. That should never have been the thing. It should have been Iron Man dying and he's like, I'm going to be Spider-Man all the time. And it should have been like the thing of like, no, you have to have time off. That should have been. It should have been the other way around for me. Yeah, no, we did, we talked about that relentlessly when it came out because he was so he That's was texting happy all the time. Yeah. He was desperate, desperate to be in Avengers. Exactly. Like, too keen, if anything. Exactly. It should have been the wrong way around. It should have been. And then for a, the new film to come out, but like, oh no. Yeah, but Jake Gyllenhaal's fantastic in it. Yeah. Um, Mysterio. and then and then No Way Home is is mint. It, there's no way about it. It's great. You know, people say like, oh, it's just a nostalgia film. Blah blah blah. blah. And it probably is. It's not. It's not as good as Guardians Three. It's not as good as various other films. But like, oh, no. it's middle it of the road Marvel film. And, and, and there's no, there's no problem in that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you you see like, oh shit, you know, Tom McGuire's back. I love Tom McGuire. I grew up with Tom McGuire. I love that. Andrew yeah. Garfield's back. Andrew Garfield's my favorite thing. I remember I watched that uh, t- uh, Andrew Garfield hair tutorial. I watched that on YouTube. Oh well, he does have a good Never hair. Never got it. The act. It was terrible. 
My hair looked nothing like Andrew Garfield's. Andrew Garfield's got really thick, but long, but also short hair. Andrew Garfield's just a hero. We should do um, Tick Tick Boom at some point on this podcast. Oh, oh yeah. no. That's my, oh, my top five favourite films. I was wrong. That's in the top five. That's Is my fifth. It? That's the fifth. That's the one. Oh, my. That's the one. Because, yeah. Also, I would like to go out on a whim here. Mm. My suit, one of the coolest film outfits. That's um, I mean, I prefer this double denim. Suit. Look at that suit. It's a lovely suit. You cannot prefer the double denim to that suit. Look at it. Look how good he looks. Um, yeah. You prefer double denim to that suit, genuinely. He looked really... Yeah, I liked it. I liked his double denim. I thought it was cool. No. Marty. He said Marty. It's a nice suit, though. I can't believe you prefer that double denim. I think that's one of the best suits I've ever seen in film. Um, yeah, I'm not disputing that. From the 80s that it holds up that well. I'd wear that nowadays. And not that's true, shame. actually, yeah. It does hold up. That's a flawless suit. Oh, it's, I keep thinking about it being Rick and Morty. I feel like it's mean for <laughs> Marty to be Morty. Well, he isn't, is he? What are we doing? Warn him that he dies. He's writing a letter to warn him that he dies. Oh, but Doc said that that will disrupt the space-time continuum. Also, you know what I love about this? Like, obviously there only, there's only 20 years between them. Doc's supposed to be much older. Doc's supposed to be like in his 60s in the modern day, whatever. He's obviously only in his 40s. Like, this is probably him accurately. He's like, he's like 44 or whatever. But, you know, in the modern day, they make him look 60-odd. Mm. But I just kind of love the thing of like, yeah, I'm, I'm friends with a 60-year-old bloke. I'm 20, he's yeah, 60. Get We're just friends. Like, This is what I want. This is what he wants. Yeah. It's not weird. Don't make it weird. Thank you. I'm not Philip Schofield. It's all fine. That's very true, yeah. I haven't I haven't had to apologise for anything yet. So. And I never will. Let's goddamn keep it that I way. Also fucking, I, this oh, such a good scene. I love it. Do you remember this scene? No. I don't remember when he gets a guitar. It's the Enchantment and the Sea Dance. I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah, there's only like half an hour left. Uh, I'm, I'm, oh, I fucking love this film so much. Hmm. Look at him. Look at George McFly just having a boogie. Also, you know what? Good looking bloke. Yeah, yeah. Like, genuinely, shouldn't be a nerd, really. He's got a, yeah, well, He's yeah. He's not worse looking than Biff, the bully. Mm. He's skinnier than Biff, no, but that's about it. Not. But look at how cool Marty's suit is. Yeah, but the bully doesn't have to be good looking. They're just a prick, aren't they? But Marty's suit is cool. Let's, let's agree on that at least. Yeah. Ma- really Mike, cool. Mike, Mike, you've had a few drinks. I've agreed many times. You haven't, though. You've never you said it with your eyes. <gasps> she, wants, she wants the dick, and this is several suits. Just get out of the car, Marty. And it's also, I know I like, like, you know, in the modern day, she was like, oh, I'd never drink. Uh. <laughs> and then, you know, she. Do you think she has a look of a daughter? Because I don't know at all, to be fair. No. Uh, well, I don't know, a little bit. <laughs> See, good joke. I'm gonna have a sip of my drink as well. Yep. 
That's it for the genuine laughter. I also love the band. Mm. We're going to have to do number two after we do number one because it's so close cut. You could leave a break between three and two, but we, well, we are going to have to do two within the next two weeks, 100%. Mm. Just just so you know. Just as a warning. Even I mean, if the, yeah, even I don't remember our, anything. Even if our seven regular listeners don't like it, we're going to have to do it. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, yeah. You seven. Just for us. Just for us. The whole thing is just for us, really. Let's Listen, we're just having a nice time. Yeah, it's, been, it's just for us. You listen. We, we hope love you it, are. We hope you have a when good I time. When I say you, yeah. if there's one person listening, buzz That's it, it yeah. We're if amazed if we have anyone listening to these. And this we, will we be have, nice. Yeah, we have several of you listening to each episode, which is baffling. Because we're idiots. Bumbling drunk idiots. We're a couple of drunk idiots in love. <gasps> oh, this is awful. Oh, she kissed him. Big sip. A double big sip. Awful, awful, awful. Did you double double big sip? I'm gonna do it now. I also love the fact that she's just like, this doesn't feel right. That was really weird. I don't know what <laughs> it was, but that felt very strange. It's like I'm kissing my brother or something. <laughs> and she's and he's just like, yeah. <laughs> right, ready? One of my favourite scenes ever in a minute. Wait, I remember wait, wait, this wait. scene. Do you remember the actual scene though? Yeah, I actually do. Okay, we won't talk about it yet. Uh, I'm excited to see it. That shot of him putting Biff, his hand Biff in the car dick, and pulling him out by the tie, I remembered it. Biff being a dick. Also, <gasps> Biff just being like, oh, the wuss bloke. Very awful. Oh, what? One of words. Awful. But also, maybe like, to be fair, I do find it hilarious that guy just has 3D glasses on all the time. That really (laughs) makes me laugh. That's very funny. Wow. That was really racist. That is very surprising. I mean... I kind of like that. I like that they win in the end, but like that's crazy. That's awful. Yeah, I didn't remember that. Um, what year did this film come out? Eighty-five. So, still in yeah. a time where obviously phrases like that and stuff, and, uh, and it's set in fifty-five as well. So, but this this scene Whilst, right yeah, here, is oh, arguably God. one of my favourites ever in the history of cinema, and it will take some beating. Because he thinks it's Marty, and he wanders over, ready to be tough. One of my favourite scenes ever. Ah, uh, so tense. No, oh, come on, George. He does look so very, he good. looks so young. So good. Kick him in the dick. Kick him in the dick. Wait, no, it's even better. It's even better. Fucking Biff. Oh, look at this guy. This guy, again, just like everything works. That guy cut his hand. 
opening the boot so he can't play guitar. Just everything adds to it. Everything mm. adds to it in this film. It's fucking min. If being a dick, by the way. Can, oh, gosh. Gonna break the guys. And also, yeah, gonna break the guy's arm, trying to sexually assault Lorraine. Awful. I think we should have at least three sips for Biff in mm. this scene. I finished my drink, but this is my favourite scene. Of, my top five favourite scenes ever. There we go. Whoa. Boom. Fucking all of it. And also, just like. Because Matty doesn't respect his dad in real life. Just to think of seeing like, fucking hell, dad. Mm. I respect you so much now. And like, just seeing, again, to get to the end of the film, but just like how everything turns because of this and because of how Help her Marty up, changed things. Oh. Look at it. They love each other. <laughs> They're so in love. To be fair, it might be the second one. I think it's the second one when Marty plays the guitar. But that's my favourite bit. I mean... <laughs> For me, the first and the second are so well interlinked that I love that crazy. Biff is such an overt villain as well. Yeah, exactly. And Biff's the villain in the full in in like all the first three of them. Yeah. Biff's the villain. The third one's set in like the old west, and Biff's the villain. Mm. Here he comes, the lightning. He's fat. Look, look, Marvin's hands fucked. So Marty has to step in. Because he's got his mum and dad to fall in love. We're just like, what a fun scenario. Like, I'll say it over and over again, but. And then the fact that he's like. And then he's like, here's something you might like. And he plays something from the 80s. And they all fucking hate it. <laughs> it's just mint. Look at him dancing. I'm gonna sit for the song because I do just associate the song with. They all, they all disappear from the picture. You see it. Uh, both, his, both his siblings have gone from the picture. Uh, Look, look at this <gasps> fucking idiot. Sort of weasel. What? He's literally punched Biff in the face. Why wouldn't you punch that nerd in the face? Biff, like literally the toughest guy in your school. Look, his hands are disappearing and stuff. Oh, fuck me. Uh. It's a great film. There's no fucking denying it. It is a great film. Look, he has nothing to do. He's just dependent on his dad being... Yeah, go on, George. I Babe. fucking love it. It's fucking mint. It's so good. <laughs> we have to watch number two up next. We have to do number two after this. 100%. Number two is so built into it. Number two is basically. Number two takes place at this dance as well. Oh. Have you seen two? Have you seen? Have you even seen all of one? I don't even think you've seen all of one. I, no, I have. I, I'm well. So far, I remember. Now I've watched it again. Obviously, I'm remembering all yeah. of it. But Did you remember there was Martin elements McFly's that I hot thought suit? could Did you remember his hot suit? Yeah, I remember his hot suit, Mike. Please do don't bring it up again. Um, 
Does there was he do parts the song? Of, there was parts of this that, that I thought were in number two, but obviously aren't. He does the song, doesn't he, in this one? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he did. He does go, Johnny, go, 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 doesn't he? Johnny be good. <laughs> he does. We all hate it. They like it at the start, they hate it at the end, yeah. I fucking love it. And then at one point, one of the guys in the band rings and is like, you know that new sound? You, like, cousin was looking for or something? So I think it's like Michael Jackson. It's a joke, but hmm. just flawless. Absolutely flawless. Look how cool he is. Waiting for the audience reaction. Look at how it's a band love it. They love it at the start. Look at them. <laughs> this again is like very Ferris Bueller. It's like, let's take a pop of the song and let people dance to it and people will love it. Yeah. Like, what a fun thing to do. Like, I love that. Like, enough films 10 years ago do doing Mr. Anymore. Brightside. <laughs> like, it James just isn't a thing enough films do of like, here's a classic. It's kind of like Guardians is so good. Like, here's a song everyone knows. We're going to mm. dance to it and sing to it and stuff. And like, yeah. it's just yeah. not a thing people do anymore. And it, it baffles me. Like, I don't understand why music has been like, look. Like, it just baffles me that this isn't a thing anymore. Like, proper musical numbers. Like, not even musical numbers. Like, just songs that exist in films. Mm. Like, look, he's lost them all already. Because he's fucking stroking the guitar like like a hero. Like a guitar hero. Yeah, like a guitar hero. <laughs> it is really sad that he was diagnosed with Parkinson's so early. He's such a good actor. God, I mean, yeah, so awful. But at least I suppose he got all three of them done, and you know, like he's an iconic. At least he became yeah, an iconic like face it. beforehand. Yeah, yeah, it's that, and it's like for me, I, I, and, and like I said before, the rumor is that you know Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr. rumored for the recast. That doesn't work for me. Nothing works. Neither Don't of those. Do it. Not even not even it's just Tom Holland not as lovable as Michael J. Fox. Robert Downey Jr. is nowhere near as lovable as Christopher Lloyd. Like they they just don't work for me. It yeah. shouldn't be remade. Just don't do it. Hundred no. uh, percent. I'm gonna Especially go for a very like, quick week. Oh, you can do it. You can you can charm through for one minute. It's gonna be one minute. You ready? Go go go. You ready? Go you Mike. Said it? Go go. You go. Go Mike. Go go. Reiterating <laughs> <laughs> the joke that I already made. Original. Educational. It's such a good film.
Oh, what a nice scene. It is a good film. I can't remember anything of two, though. I'm back. What have we missed? Um, what have I missed? Marty said bye to his mum and dad, mm-hmm. and then when he left, his mum was like, oh, Marty, what a nice name. Yeah, I like that. See? Yeah, just nice. Um, can we do two soon? Can we do two after this? Not tonight, but our next recording will yeah, be two. I'm, ve- I'm very intrigued to watch two because, like I said, when you... Two when, so good. Uh, when Mike said, let's do Back to the Future, I was like, oh, yeah. And you know what the mad thing just is? Just like an invol- like an involuntary thing is for me to think of random things that I've seen in the film. I... And I was... The s- I didn't remember a lot, obviously, because it's me, but mm-hmm. I was just, I thought parts that happened here happened too, so I don't remember any of two at all, like, genuinely. I, I prefer to, and I'm massively in the minority of Back to the Future fans, because a lot of them don't like two. A lot of them are like, oh, three's actually a classic, and for me, three isn't very good. But I think one and two were, like, nearly perfect films. Oh. I would give one, like, a nine. I, I would give two a ten. Two's one of my favourite films. Mm. It's so you good. You said you'd give this a ten earlier. Have you gone back on that? No, no, I think they're both tens, to be honest. Dear. Like it's, 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 it's like... Is this as good as Into the Spider-Verse? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Because it Fair. came so much earlier. And it's so... Like, this is the film that influenced every time travel film that came after it. Like, yeah. It, it, ev- Legendary. Every single time travel film is influenced by Back to the Future, and there's no way about it. And... Uh-huh. And just like even just the relationship between these two, like as has lived enough to spawn like a spin-off series that has gone for six series. Yeah, that's very true. That yeah. is beloved as well, and we should do Back to the Future two right after this. You know, we should. <laughs> You're so for, excited, just, I love just, it. Just for, just for continuity. We should go straight in. We should pause. The, we should we should stop the recording, but then start it and release them both on the same day. To be look, look, look what he's found. Jokes. Look what he's found. It's the letter. Oh. It's the letter where he told me he died. Like it pulled the wire down. <gasps> it's a great. You, you watching this bit now, you must be like, "Fuck me, this is meant." Uh, yeah. Because he doesn't know. He doesn't know what's gonna happen to him. He's ripped the letter up, but he also has to do the wire, and Mike has to get in the car and oh, get to eighty-eight miles an hour. And like, very stressful. It's fucking mint. It's so good. Fair play, all blocked. It is a 10 out of 10 film. I I have no regrets in saying that earlier. It's a 10 out of 10, along with Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Since we started this podcast, I've had three 10 out of 10s. I have Back to the Future, I have Puss in Boots, Last Wish, and I have (laughs) Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, and they're the three at the minute. And we'll talk about more on Lord of Waffle, which come out on uh, Monday, Tuesday. 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 And if this wouldn't do a, a, a best modern family couple, pairing. Yeah, let's have a drunk debate. It'll be modern modern family based. Modern family based, just, yeah. We've just finished watching it. We've watched, we've we've watched done it before. We've all 11 series, yeah. But like, yeah, we've just like watched it all again. We've we, 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 we flown through it. 
Disney plus a bastard because he had all 10 seasons on, but not the 11th, which is mental. It's awful. Look, look, he's trying to tell him. <gasps> if you go on like, the Universal Tour in America, you get to drive past this top clock tower. Oh. I'm so jealous. I just want to go so badly. I know, I know. The cool car slide and everything. That was cool. Fucking mint. I love this film so much. Look, he still can't connect it. He's trapped. He doesn't have the reach. <gasps> he only has for like less than four minutes as well. He's actually got three minutes. But look, the plug's all the way over there. Oh no. Do you not remember any of this at all? No, I remember bits. As no, I no, like I'm, I'm no. I think it's bare for you if you don't remember any of it. Like watching this <gasps> for the first time, I'd be very jealous. I remember watching this for the first time. I watched it with my dad, and it was kind of like, "Fuck me, yeah." This is a film. Fair play. You know what you're talking about, Dad. <laughs> Trust you now. He has to put that out to. He has to put that out to connect to the lightning to get back to his time. <laughs> So you have no idea what happens in two? Have you you mustn't have seen two. I don't think I've shown you two. I've what I, I I'm certain sure? I've watched two. No, but you I showed you one. Okay, I, no, I retried it. I'm not certain I've watched two. Yeah. I'm very sure I've watched it. But no, I'm not certain. I'm like ninety percent sure I've watched it. But I can't remember shit of it. Any small random memory I've had. That I have assumed has been over the two films has all has happened in this film. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you've seen two. I'll be honest. I think we've watched mm. one together, and you've never watched two with me. Mm. <laughs> you should have to do two at some point. We will do two. The it's it's. I prefer two to one. One's a better film, hundred percent. But two is my favorite. Hmm. Oh, look at him stretching. It's so tense. It is very tense. It's very stressful. It's so tense. <gasps> Love that you, I love that you gasp so much at everything. I love that you like you, you're fully involved, aren't you? I am fully involved. Look, look. The car won't start. Why would everything's the going car wrong? Won't start. Why won't the car start? Don't know. But look, things on his stuck on his pant leg. There is no way he'd be so dead. Oh, he's dangling fully just on the wire. So very rick of him. Look, look. He's ripping off his pants. Gee, you whiz. Look, his cool shoes. I'm going to sit for his cool shoes again. Yep. On a shoe sip. Look. Oh shit! Here we go. Boom! Look at that big fucking wire. <laughs> Look. Found his footing. Always oh, good. Look, they don't <gasps> fit. After all that, <laughs> work. I'm so stressed. 
so good. Like, I would, I just would have loved to watch the nurse for my first time. I'd be so fucking tense. Yeah. I can't think of a cinema experience that would rival this. <laughs> I just want Marty to be home. I'd be so glad that he hadn't shagged his mum. And I'm just so <laughs> worried that everything else was going against him. This is all genuine concerns. Look like, yes, fucking. Look. He's so close. He did the shoe again. I'm going to drink for the shoe again. That's the that's the time travel speed. It's the golden speed. <gasps> you did it. Yay. Look. Are you ready? I think this one has a po I think this one has a big scene though. That's gonna make you wanna do I think this one's gonna make you do number two right away. I don't remember exactly, but I think this is gonna make you want to do number two right away. What pressure? These films were filmed as like a, just so you know, cliffhanger. As as I remember from the video, right? I didn't see any of these in cinemas, right, but so I did the DVD versions. Wait, just wait, just wait, wait, wait. Because I remember my first time watching this film. I remember it. I watched it like you, and I was like, "What a good film." Doc runs down the fire. He's having a great time. We're like, oh, Doc's done a great job. What a good job Doc has done. And wait. Let's see if it happens. I'm sure it happens at the end of this one. I could be wrong. Maybe I've watched like future versions or something. But let's see. I'm confused. Let's see. And if you don't, I think if, if this happens and you don't remember it, I'm right. We're back in modern day now. We're back in the 85. He crashed fully into the cinema. Huh. I'd be thinking of number two. I'm thinking of the number two, to be fair. Um, yeah, I think I might have been wrong. It might be the number two I'm thinking of. You gotta go and try and save Doc now. Oh no. But Doc didn't read the letter, so. Doc is driving past him. Ah. That's the man that kills him. Yeah, yeah. That's the call again. So. What do you think? Love it. Do you think he's going to die? Very, very nervous. Do you think he's going to die? I would assume from the franchise, no. Well, he's not a main <gasps> character. So oh, is he not wearing a vest? He's just got shot down right in front of you. What are you talking about? Wearing a vest. Who? Doc. Did you not, have you not noticed the change? No. So when he went back in time... The original it was called Twin Pine Mall, and now it's kind of called Lone Pine Mall. Oh, because he's not that guy's tree down. 
Well, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of theories about it. What are the others? Some of them are fucking mental. Some of them about nine eleven. Some of them about <gasps> like the, the theories about this film and about this this pulp, this uh the the, the tree in the mall and stuff are, are crazy. Well, the nine eleven one for one. Yeah. That's a bold theory. Yeah, um, yeah, we won't get into it. It's great. Yeah, it's not a thing to get into on a fun, a fun drink along podcast. Yeah, and a light-hearted, just was just yeah. fun. So, uh, look, drink for his uh, radioactive signal. Look, he's dead. No, he's not. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> How do you think he survived? Bulletproof. Best. But yeah, but how do you think he knew? How do you think he knew that? Because he read the letter. Because he read the letter. But he ripped the letter up. So how did he read it? Oh yeah, shit. Taped it all back together. Oh. It's so fucking good. It's so good. It's so cute. It's such a good film. <laughs> Love that. Yep, he didn't care. What the hell? Nearly for the future of what happened to his mum and dad and stuff. I am. Which we're in 30 years into the future. It'd be good if we got a sequel, wouldn't it? It'd be good if we got a sequel to that. What would that look like? Ooh. You're excited to see what happens to his mum and dad, though. But, right, so, this is maybe your second time watching it properly. What what, what would you give it? Because I'm biased. Because I grew up with this film and I loved it ever since I saw it. What would you give this? Uh, it's hard to fault, to be fair. I'd probably give it like nine, eight and a half. I'm so glad you said nine. If you, Yeah, I, 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 I think anything lower than a nine is harsh. I've got to be honest. I think nine's fair. Um, I don't know what to fault it on, really. That's what I mean. I, I don't know what... I, I Even like watching it back now and I was trying to be really... I was trying to be really... um impartial for the podcast but I, I just don't know what you mark this film down on I don't no. know what like as far as 80s films go there's this there's maybe the Goonies and there's like Forrest Gump and stuff films that like I don't know how to mark them down like and I can say I mean the Libyan stuff isn't great yeah well yeah yeah but in terms of just classic plot of um, a bloke he's friends with an old man who's a scientist he gets sent back in time and he has to make his mum and dad fall in love like that is a perfect storyline and and mm-hmm. it's it it's so good it's flawless it's hilarious like even just little jokes like she thinks he's called calvin F- klein that that is really funny yeah and also like flawless product placement as well like <laughs> Martin. I mean, yeah. The product placement is funny. There he is. Look how old they make him look. 
you know what his dad does what? in the modern day? He's a writer. <laughs> what killed him? Exactly, because he loved it. his science fiction, didn't he? Marty as well, that's two sips. I feel I feel really sorry for Christopher Kristen Glover or whatever he's called Christopher Glover. I, I, I just yeah, it's really. He harsh. should have been a part two and three, and it's it's a real shame that he wasn't because he he is like he's he's one of the best parts of this one. You know, I think like, it makes it an extra shame that he's been like no that pays shit, which fair play stand up for yourself totally yeah, respect exactly, that hundred percent yeah. But then it also makes you think like uh, whoever plays Lorraine the mum. Mm. And pe- people of that level of casting We're also are getting paid, paid shit. Fairly, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I agree so yeah. it's like a double-edged sword, isn't it? Like, I respect him for sticking up for himself, but I'm sad he didn't get to reap the benefits of being oh, in exactly, the film. Exactly, yeah. But then the people who are in the film don't reap the benefits of being paid correctly. So it's shit, really. No, uh, yeah, I, I, I fully agree with you. I think, I think it is one of those, it's one of those impossible situations, isn't it, where he's like, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I, I deserve more than this. Like, I've been a big part in this film. Yeah, like, like looking at mum and dad, how are you ever to know who made the right decision? Like, look here straight away, like he's getting his book delivered because, and uh, like, like look, look who it is. It's like a, it's thingy. It's Marty. It's the Marty oh, in the radioactive yeah. suit setting his mum and dad up. And you're just like, what a fucking good, what a good story. And look again at the end, because he's gone back in time, he's going to have a cooler. He gets the truck to take Jennifer away. Amazing. What? And also, right, wait, wait, we're going to get the ending. We're going to get the mint ending. And we're going to do number two back to back. He hasn't, he hasn't seen her in a week. Oh, <laughs> young love. Like, he is. Michael J. Fox for me is like one of those once in a lifetime screen actors and i have a few i have a few that I can name i think harrison ford is the same young harrison ford mm. um all right wait let's do the scene first <laughs> what a fit here we go where back to the future <gasps> do you mean they want to watch the sequel yeah yep Imagine watching this in the cinema. I'd be fucking losing my head. My nachos would be, my nachos would be everywhere. Uh, yeah. I'd be throwing them at people next to me. Listen. <gasps> Look. Look. Where we're going, we don't need roads. What a line, I do remember that. The best line <gasps> ever. Maybe the best line ever. <laughs> Such a fucking good film. 10 out of 10 for me, 100%. What, what, what do you give it out of interest? I give it a 9. A 9? What do you mark it down on, just out of interest? I'm not going to shout you for whatever you say, but just just out of interest, what, like, what I feel is like it, it, it's, it? In a way, it's hard to gauge. Mm-hmm. I mean, when no, you come I, out, no, I 85, agree with you. Like, like it, I was born in 98. Uh, it's, 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 I agree I with I am marking it up 
in respect for that. I agree. Yeah, it's yeah. No, because I agree because you probably mark it up in terms of like, okay, this was this was twenty odd years ago, mm. and like, yeah, I get that. I'm marking it down for characters like Biff, who are probably a bit too overtly portraying that sort of character. I love Biff. But I think portraying that is important because there's always people like that in the world. But I think it's it's really kind of um, too too on the nose sort of thing. You know what, right? I've never thought... No, no, no. I've never thought about that before. Do you know what I mean? I I agree with kind of what you're saying. I think think maybe Biff is the least developed character, especially with the first one. Um... Then again, I'm I'm coming at it as biased, so I'm mm-hmm. I'm not gonna pretend I'm not. But I think that's a good point. I think if you're saying Biff is your problem with it, it, it makes sense to me, hundred percent. But yeah, like he's obviously a, sh- a shithead person. He's a he's a real asshole. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I had inferred that anyway. I didn't need the borderline rapey scenes. Yeah, well, no, not borderline. Yeah. They absolutely yeah, were. About it, yeah. yeah, they absolutely were. I don't, I don't think that fit the vibe of the film really. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. No, I'll accept that. And um, the mum was too much of a damsel, I think. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that maybe is resolved somewhat in this uh, again in the sequel. Um, it's very minimal, and for yeah. the, it's eighty five, like it's fine. I very yeah. good. I feel like if I watched it in eighty five, had I been born eleven years we'd earlier, have loved it. we'd been throwing popcorn at the screen. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but I mean, uh, rating I think it as commentaries. This, yeah. They come out every Thursday. They do. Uh, uh, Lord of the Waffles come out every Tuesday, and, uh, and every uh, now and then debates we do a drunk debate on Wednesday, sporadically on Wednesdays. We're going to record on one right after this, I think. We're going to one right after this. Why not? There we go. So we are. So thank you very much for listening. Mm-hmm. Thank you for enjoying your Back to the Future uh, time with us, and let us know what you think. Do you? What, like, yeah, genuinely, this Sweet is the one I'm most interested in. This is the one Tweet of us. all we've done that I'm most yeah, interested in seeing what people think about it. Like. What do you like? What don't you like? What do you mm. remember from your childhood? If you're a, if you're younger and you weren't alive when it came out like us, like what do you think of it? I'm very intrigued. Um, or if so you, yeah, if this this is your Mean Girls for me, exactly. Yeah, let us know. I want mean to Girls know. is out. If you want to listen to Mean Girls, it's up there. Go and listen. Anyway, uh, thank you very much. Good day. Good night. See you soon. Soon too.